Hey, how's it going? This is Chance, and welcome again to another week of Knock and Talk, the new podcast where we are focusing on success stories and strategies in the door-to-door and sales industries. Each week, we will be introducing motivation, trainings, and guest appearances, including real life stories to help you in your own personal endeavors in your career. This week, we've got a really fun and exciting guest, Brendan Leslie. How's it going, Brendan? How are you doing? Appreciate you for having me. Yeah, thanks for joining us. So, Brendan, this is the first time I've had the chance to speak with you. And what's really cool and stands out to me, you are the CEO of Florida's Voice, an alternative news source. I asked you a little bit about your background. And what's really cool is being a founder, you have been able to grow this from zero to over a million consistent readers. Is that correct? Yep, just in about two years' time. So I and that's that's incredible to do in such a short amount of time. What really stands out to that for me and why I think you're gonna be such a great such a great person to learn from on this topic today is being able to grow something from zero to affecting millions of people consistently. There's gotta be a lot of accountability and honestly a lot of probably trials you had to overcome in that process that I think we can all learn a lot from. Oh, there's a lot. (laughs) So this week, we're actually talking about leadership in general. You have previously had roles where you've experienced leaders in this industry, and you are now a current leader in this industry of your own operation. So you've been able to see both sides of that card, right? Yeah, I wasn't really much of a follower. (laughs) I wasn't really much of a follower. And that's probably what motivated you to start your own thing, right? Right. I was working for CBS, didn't like the direction of where things went. So I decided it was better off to just go on my own and create, create my own vision. Why don't you tell me in your own words, how do you define leadership? Leadership it can be a lot of things. I am a very unorthodox leader in the sense that I put all my people first, which is something a leader should always do anyway. But it's, in today's society, I feel like we don't get it, get it enough. But I believe... When you put your your people first, you work in the trenches with them, you always look back into how you can improve first before you go and tell what your people can improve on, uh, that will lead to a better product all the way around. So I'm a real, my my leadership style is people first. And, Great. And I mean, I just, I have these live audience shows that I do throughout the state of Florida. Perfect example is... Um, when we're, we get rental chairs for the, the venue, I'll be right there with my interns putting those chairs there and, and giving them the, those interactions. So stuff like that. That's, a little, that's just a little example Great. of how I put people first. And I think all of us, when we're in a situation, I, I really think it's interesting how you mentioned a lot of us forget that these days of leading from the front, like a people first mindset. And I think most people actually hunger for that. When they have a leader, they want to feel empowered and they want to feel like they have that direction of we're all in this together. We're wearing the same Jersey, right? And like, how is you acting in the way you do and, and being involved in the way you do? How does it help the, your people long-term? Long-term, they look at it. They want to work with me forever. You know, they feel that I'm not my boss, but I'm like a friend and someone who respects their opinion. Um, and when you're putting people first, you're letting that employee or whatever uh, person that's working for you take ownership of their, of their position that they're in charge of uh, all my reporters, my producers, my editors and everything. I, I always tell them, make this your own. What is, what is it that you can bring to the, t- what, what special talent do you have that you can bring to the table and add to our mission here at Florida's voice? When it comes to my video editors, they create that. I don't tell them, 
what to do with the graphics. They kind of get creative on their own with their reporters. They kind of go out and and figure out what niche and and storytelling that they want to master and, and perfect for us. So when they do that, they feel like they're a leader. So it's like we're all leading. Um, I'm just a guy with a vision who pays the bills. It's I love that. It's up, to, it's up to the leader to get his people fired up and ready to go and want to work with you forever. So Brendan, what I can really respect about what you just said is it makes them feel like a leader or it empowers them to lead, right? I think I think yeah. I really respect that approach of the people working under you feel empowered to become more of a leader themselves because of the way that you're directing and getting involved, right? So this second section, I'm really curious to hear your thoughts on because we're going to look at leadership from a different perspective because we've discussed what is a leader and what does it mean to lead. And I love what you've discussed about putting your people first and leading, not just bossing, but actually getting in the trenches with them and working together as a team. Let's talk about in more personal terms, some of us aren't necessarily leaders in title, if that makes sense. We're not assigned as like the manager, the director, whatever it might be of our sales team, our organization. So I want to discuss what are the elements of leadership or what are the responsibilities of leadership when I may not yet be a leader in title? So kind of an interesting topic, and I'd, I'm really curious to get your take on it. But when I say that term self-leadership to you, what are what's maybe your definition on that? Or what are your thoughts when you hear self-leadership? Well, everything I learned from self-leadership comes from everything I've ever read in the Bible and following uh, my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So I try to be as humble as possible and follow his teachings in that. And his, his teachings are, in summary, my opinion, when I read it, I take from it is, um, how can I be the very best man in every single facet that I do? How can I be 1% better each day? That's kind of a simple way that I look at it. Each day I want to be 1% better at the next thing. And when you just kind of put your faith into something that's higher than yourself, it doesn't have to, you know, you don't have to be a Christian for this, but you put something, you put your faith into something that's higher than yourself. It usually leads to doors opening that you could have never imagined possible. Always believing that that good can happen as long as you put your head down and keep focusing on being 1% better every day. I mean, I never thought I'd be running a news organization. Yeah. I just kept, I put my head down and that's the path that, that God led me on. And on top of that, you now have at least a million eyes on you every single month. It sounds like, right? Yeah. You're really in the thick of it now. And I like what you said of self-leadership in a way, what you're saying is personal improvement or personal accountability. Is that correct? Right. Right. You don't want to lead with your words. You want to lead with your actions. Um, and if you are improving yourself in whatever it is that you are passionate about or doing for work every single day, others pick up on that and people tend to gravitate towards that um, and follow your lead naturally. Again, put your faith into something higher than yourself. I like that. I like that a lot. I'm actually going to break down. Let me Let me bring up these four pillars of self-leadership. And I think we can actually tie them into exactly what you just discussed in your experience. And this actually comes from, it's, it's on x.com, so previously Twitter. And this is a tweet from at Training OP, Outlook Partnerships. And it is the four pillars of self-leadership. First pillar is knowing who you are. And that breaks down into what you believe in, what's important, and your goals. And I really like that you shared with us a little bit more. You shared with us two worlds for you. You shared with us 
obviously the religious influence and as well how that has affected your business. And I think you've been very clear on what you believe in, what's important in your goals. And I think all of us, like you said, whether you're religious or not, that could be a personal thing. Like what's important to me is my family or my faith or whatever it is I'm trying to accomplish. But as well, we can we can narrow that down to the day-to-day goals we're trying to accomplish of, I'm a personal believer of if you represent a company or you sell a product, you need to believe in that product, right? Yes. And I think that's why you're very good at what you do. You believe in what you're doing. The, the well, voice my, that you're my sharing. Dad, oh, my yeah. dad always told me my whole life was to never chase the money, chase your passion, the money will come. There so you go. That's another just kind of having your faith in a different sort of mindset. Yeah. And I like that because you were able to put your faith in this belief you have, and you've created that into a voice that reaches millions of people. And I think on a level of everybody, whatever it is we're trying to achieve, whether it's in sales, business, anything, we need to look at what we're doing and find a way to believe in kind of our purpose there. So if I, I, I'm in sales and I work with a lot of sales professionals. And something I always find is believing in the benefit that my products might bring my customer, but it also goes deeper into believing in the influence and impact I can have on my own life by being successful. Um, that ties into the second pillar of self-leadership, which is knowing what you do. And so tell me a little bit about this. You started from zero. I keep saying that. You started from zero, started your own program. You are now reaching millions of people in that process, you had to know what you were doing. And that is what's broken down in this post is knowing what you do involves your behaviors and your motivations. So maybe tell me a little bit about what had to change maybe in your behaviors or your motivations when you had to start fresh from zero. Well, I don't think I had any, I I had to mature and grow up real fast. That's for sure. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Because then you become you know, gone were the days of being my early twenties, fun, loosey goosey, Brendan. Now it was, you're in the spotlight and you need to mature and grow up. But, uh, knowing what you're doing, um, a good example, uh, knowing what you're doing and what was the other part about the behaviors? So so knowing what you're doing involves your behaviors and your motivations. Motivations. That was the part. Um, so in today's world, we have so many, you know, you got your mainstream media, you got your alternative medias, and then you got your like influencers out there. There's a lot of people out there that are influencers, alternative media that don't have the right motivations or the right goals in this. And they're doing it really for uh, self purposes, I would say. So for me, I knew if I wanted to be successful, um, I needed to always keep my eye on the right motivation. And the right motivation for me is just, I want to just tell the news. I just want to... I just want to tell the truth. And if I always kept my eyes on that goal and that motivation, I knew I was going to get good places. And it kind of ties back into the previous points that we were talking about. That was the same vision I sold to all my employees and gave them the ownership of each and every one of their their places in our company. And because they feel that sense of ownership, they now believe in the mission. They are now chasing that same motivation. And when they believe it, and that's what they they, uh, are passionate about, you get to good places. So you're building an environment. You knew what you were doing. You knew who you were. You're building an environment of we all can buy in on this. We all can believe in this. We can all become a part of something bigger. And I love the way that this is going because you're actually going, you're actually breaking down step by step these four pillars of self-leadership without us even having to have discussed it before. Because my next question would be, well, what did you have to learn? 
because as you were growing, there was going to be some hard things. And that's actually our third pillar of knowing what you need to learn. Yeah, There had to have been some hiccups, especially in a group of people. Oh, yeah. So I think that identifying what you need to learn, like your learning points and setting up a learning plan, maybe, maybe walk me through that for you guys. You had some struggles. You were new to this. How did you, as maybe in a point of both self-leadership and leading as a team, how were you all able to learn and develop as a group collectively? Well, I could sit here and go through all the learning things that we continue to do every day. I, I always believe there's always something new to learn the next day. So there's, you're never, you never know it all. You can always learn something new each day. And I could go through the, all the technical stuff, but I think what your audience will, will appreciate and take away from this conversation is kind of what I had to learn as a leader to get us to that part. Um, and there was a lot of hiccups. I mean, no one believed in me when I left my comfy reporter job. No one thought I could do any of this. I was, I was belittled. I was mocked and it, it was, it was tough. And, um, the one thing I had to learn was to a be less stubborn. I'm a Taurus, so I'm pretty stubborn. Um, <laughs> and B then the most important thing was find that group of that inner circle of people that aren't necessarily working with you, but can be mentors in different facets of, of, of this journey, I collected that inner circle. It's a, you know, it's probably four or five people, and and they don't all know each other, and the, and their expertise are all different things. But I picked all their brains, picked all their brains. They gave me advice. They give me advice almost daily. And then once you get that advice, yeah, you're not going to follow every piece of advice, but be open minded to following that advice. Go into it thinking that you're going to take that piece of advice. And honestly, more nine times out of 10, I listen to the advice my inner circle gives me. And because I'm humble like that, and I know I'm not a know it all and I can always learn something <laughs> from someone that's a little bit wiser than me in different departments. I mean, it's not I credit that to the personal success that I've seen I like it uh, in this realm. But when it comes to Florida's voice as a, as a whole, I'm listening to my inner circle, the mentors that, that helped guide me through this journey. But I'm also listening to my, my bigger circle, which is my company. Even though they're not my bosses, I listen to all of them and their, their thoughts and everything. And that gets me, again, it continues to push us for, uh, forward. I always say I'm only about five. I'm just the face, the guy who pays the bills and 5% of the success, 95% of the su success of Florida's voice comes from the, from all my employees that are, that are working every day. That's great. So you're able to learn from your peers in your inner circle and then apply it and use what you know, you're able to build habits based on what you learn and you create an environment of continual success. And I, that's yes. really cool. So in summary, those four pillars of self-leadership, know who you are, know what you do, know what you need to learn and use what you know. I can see those all in your story of being able to understand what you represent, knowing what you wanted to accomplish, learning from others and being, being actively seeking that feedback of, I want to grow. I want to learn. I want, I want to improve. So talk to me a little bit about being your own best leader. We have leaders every single day, but there is a level of accountability we need to focus on. So when you talk about leadership, we often focus on others. How can our leaders serve us? How can we be empowered by our leaders? But what if we, turn that around. And instead of thinking about the leadership relation to others, how can we concentrate on how we tackle that in our own lives? So again, we talked about those four, those four pillars of self-leadership. Self-leadership consists on, and this comes from a Lars Sudman Ted talk, 
Self-leadership consists of self-awareness, self-reflection, and self-resolution. So we've talked a lot about your influence on your team. Maybe break me down to what are what about those moments where it was just you? And it was the the moments where maybe things are hard and no one's holding your hand through stuff. Talk to me a little bit about being aware of that situation, maybe taking some time to reflect and think about it. And how did you ultimately, how, what habits do you have to resolve those conflicts? Well, um, for me, being a Christian, it's always prayer and just kind of having my quiet time and thinking on everything. But the saying that one of my top mentors tells me that always is etched in the back of my brain is stay hungry. Mm. So that can mean stay hungry in the high times and also stay hungry in the low times. Mm. And this all kind of times back to my common theme here of having faith. Um, for the high times, staying hungry, it could feel good when you're on the top of the hill. Like there's been a lot of wins that we've had where we feel untouchable and like we're the best news uh, organization in Florida. But that's not our peak. That's not the end of our story. We can't get complacent after that big win and say, oh, well, now we can just be mediocre. No, it's always, okay, we had that big win. We're, when are we going to get to the next higher mountain? When are we going to climb the next higher mountain? Mm, when are we going to get like to that. a higher peak? And what's our next huge win? And then in the low times, staying hungry, it's like, dang, I, I, I failed at this or I was less than stellar than this. I mean, for me, I just launched uh, a full-blown, our own full-blown newscast where it really looks, feels like you're watching the five o'clock local news. And that's, uh, I don't know if anyone that's listening to this has any idea what it's like to run a newscast. It's hard and it's a lot yeah. of equipment. It's a lot of work. And we put out the first one and everyone was pretty excited except for me. I'm sitting there going, dang, this could have been so much better. And they're like, oh, come on, get cut yourself some break. But to me, it was a low point. I was dissatisfied in the product. Fast forward to four weeks later, I'm dropping the fourth episode this week and I'm looking at it and I'm going, that's our next that's what I expect of us every single week. I wish it was the first episode, but hey, we got it on the fourth episode. And now I need to figure out how to keep capitalizing uh, moving forward and staying hungry and making that fourth episode look like nothing compared to, say, the 10th episode. I like this. And, and I want to break this down. What you just said, I think it's really powerful. And I, I really like the way that you walked us through that timeline. When we break this down, maybe for the perspective of our listeners who may be doing sales, the core elements of what you just discussed, I think, fall into accountability like we first discussed, but I also think consistency. Imagine your sales guy lands a whatever, a huge commission, like an out-of-this-park commission. It's pretty easy to be like, ah, I'm going to take the next couple months. It's going to be easy. I got this extra money. No, don't stop there. Yeah. Literally come back the next day and get another one of those commissions and keep stacking on that. Yep. Every day starts at zero. So how are you going to win today? Right. Right. 1 That's great. Better every day. That's great. I like that. And that ties back to what you said at the very beginning of this conversation of leading myself involves getting better every day. When I look at myself yesterday, I'm going to be a new and improved person today. So it sounds like you have a very consistent ideology on this topic of leadership and self-leadership from the top down. I've heard you discuss a lot about accountability about being aware and being a, and being consistent. And when it comes to the teams as well, I mean, you may not be a manager, 
But I think there's also that element of self-leadership, of reaching out to those around you, even if it's not your responsibility necessarily, right? Even if someone doesn't give you the title, being a leader and doing yourself a favor includes doing a favor to all those around you. Because it ties back to what you said of find a bigger picture and find a bigger why. Because I like what you said about in the media space, there's a bunch of people that try to do it and they don't do it for the right reasons. And there may be a reason they, they are not as successful. But when someone can come in with a bigger picture of this is why we're doing it and it involves more than just me, I think that is what really drives a purpose behind the the motive and and really drives the success. So hey, that pay attention to instant gratification. The ones that chase the instant gratification are usually the ones in it for the wrong reasons. I love that. I love that. So I have a quote from Plato, and that is the first and best victory is to conquer self. The first right. and best victory is to conquer self. So I have seen a lot of these elements in your own experience. And I think that you're, you're in the media space and you're running an organization that reaches millions of readers consistently. And I think that your experience of I left something and I did something hard translates perfectly to anyone that wants to find success in what they're doing. So for our listeners that are doing sales, uh, discussing the topic of leadership and personal leadership, we got a lot of people listening that are managers. And we got a lot of people listening that are not yet leaders in title, meaning they may not be a manager. They may just be a representative or an executive. For these people, what are the things they should focus on today in terms of leadership that will help them be successful in the long term? Hmm. Um, I would say, listen, it doesn't matter if you're in a position you don't envision yourself in uh, long term or whether you're the top of the food chain. You should always go, I mean, at the end of the day, you're being paid to do a job and you should always be looking to do that job above and beyond. You should never get complacent in your mindset because if you always keep pushing yourself and keep saying, telling yourself that um, I can be better today, I can improve today on this, I can, I can put extra effort here, good things are going to come rather than just sitting back, being a bare minimum employee and, and just expecting things to come your way. All right. I, I, I think that's great. I think being able to, taking into mind everything you've said in sales, I think I can learn a lot from that. It motivates me especially to look at myself every day. That's It's a good reminder to say, hey, look yourself in the mirror and make sure you're improving. Right. So thank you so much for that. Um, and I think our listeners can really appreciate that as well. Sales is a, is a different world, but I think ultimately when it comes to success, all of these qualities and stuff translate and it's important to be accountable. It's important to work hard. And I like what you said, no matter what it is you're doing, be the best at it, right? How you do yep. one thing is how you do everything. So if you can't, I think if, if you're struggling to push yourself to be great in what you're doing now, it's going to be that much harder to be a great leader, right? I'll give so. you one more example. Uh, I was a waiter in college and of course I wasn't looking at that as my forever job. And I didn't really view that as fun. I kind of viewed that as a paycheck, but I gave it my all. And I, I, I pride myself on being uh, one of the best servers in the restaurant. But because I gave it my all, there was opportunities that opened up just from customers seeing my hustle, just see, watching me, people I never even spoke to. Mm -hmm. Those doors open when you lead yourself, because when you lead yourself, those are actions talking, not words. I love it. Well, thank you so much. And I think that a lot of people are going to take away some great things from what you've shared with us. I, I really appreciate your insight. It's really cool for me to get to know people like you that have been able to take things from zero to success. I think those are some of my favorite stories. And uh, it really shows me like if, if you've done it, 
And if you've taken it from zero to a million, why can't I? Right. So I really, really appreciate that. And I think that, um, I think that this will be something a lot of our listeners appreciate as well. So thank you so much for joining us, Brendan. Alrighty. I appreciate it. All right. Thanks again for joining us for another week here. Brendan, thank you so much for your thoughts and insight. I really appreciate having you here. We are going to come back at you every week. We still have consistent episodes coming every week with different guests, stories, topics to discuss to help you be successful in your field. Be sure to follow our Instagram account at chipper.sales, at chipper, C-H-I-P-R dot sales, and catch our updates there of when we post these and some of our other goings-ons within uh, within our, our teams. So thank you so much for listening. And Brendan, thank you again for joining us. I really appreciate you. All right, I appreciate it. All right. We'll catch you all next week.